As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the I Don't Get It episode 300. 300. Wow, we can't believe it's 300 episodes. That's absolutely incredible. While we would love to do a classic I Don't Get It for this, it's too timely to not do a Halloween episode. So today we're going to be getting scary stories from our listeners ghost stories demon stories they're they're really fun they're cool but first is the main event and unfortunately (laughs) naz wasn't able to join us for this segment of the podcast the one that we've been most excited about doing for the past week or so and one that we previewed i think i think yeah uh, we teased uh, this uh, yeah um, yeah on last week's ramble so today we're talking to courtney who, well, Lauren, you, you, well, you talk about the manner before we have Courtney come on and talk about her expertise on okay. it. Um, I was on TikTok, obviously, and one of the things that comes up since I have like a whole bunch of like Halloween stuff on my feed, um, we the one of the things that came up was McKamey Manor, which isn't really a haunted attraction. It is a torture house that is like <laughs> under <laughs> the... It's a torture house. Lauren so casually says torture house. It's a torture house. And one of the people who I saw talking about McKamey Manor and is an expert is Courtney. And I found her TikTok and she's amazing um, at kind of describing um, McKamey Manor. And so she's here to kind of like give us the rundown on what it is and how she became such an expert. So welcome, Courtney. So welcome, Courtney. So Courtney, how tell did us you, how step did you, by step. Yeah. How did you become an expert on McKamey Manor? And first, tell us what it is i first saw mckamey manor on facebook and then i was working in a haunted house back when i was 15 and they were talking about it then so a couple of years ago whenever i was pregnant and didn't have nothing else to do i started googling and searching more and more into it and kind of fell into a rabbit hole on what mckamey manor was um some people called it a haunted house, which it actually originated as a haunted house. I don't know how it turned into an extreme haunt with it being a torture house, but it did. Um, if you look on YouTube, you can see videos where um, Russ McCamey's kids are talking about how his dad, their dad loves causing pain to people. It's actually kind of like disturbing. So the, um, what, what's the owner's name again? Russ McCamey. Russ McCamey. So he's the owner and he is the one who likes inflicting pain upon people. Is he like yes. a Christian Grey? Not in a sexy way. <laughs> Not in a sexy way. Not at all. So wait. He was like, I don't want to do a haunted house. Yeah, no haunted house. Torture factor- factory, I guess, in a sense. He just enjoys causing pain to people and people were asking, what kind of workers 
work for Russ McCamey. Who does he hire? He hires convicted felons. He hires rapists. What the fuck is this? Yes. Wait, I still got to go back. I'm so sorry. This is a place that you go to buy tickets for, wait in line for at all times of the year or just Halloween? It's all times of the year and you have to pass now because there's been um, lawsuits against him. You have to pass a mental and physical evaluation by your doctor, like a written note that says that you're able to withstand all of the things that you can go through there. Huh. Okay. So before you go into this torture house, I know there's a very lengthy um, document that you signed. So there's no like liability upon Mr. McCamey. Um, what are so- these things in this, this contract? It's a 40-page waiver stating they can cause you to have a heart attack, brain aneurysm, um, traumatic brain injury, um, can cause death. They can suffocate you. They can rip your nails out of your nail bed, um, waterboard you. They can hang you upside down. Um, They don't want you to bring your phones or anything in. If you fight back, you're punished for it. So no one's really seen inside of this unless you've gone through it or worked there. And in that waiver, it's also stated that you're not supposed to disclose any of the information. So my two friends that's went through it, they weren't supposed to disclose anything. And I don't know exactly what happens if you disclose it. Because I know um, before you even sign this waiver, it's already started. You don't even get to read the waiver. You're pretty much signing. You don't have no clue what you're signing. But there are some videos floating around YouTube, aren't there? Mm-hmm. There is. There was one that they're like in a creek area. So how do those people not get in trouble? I don't know. It's something okay. in the waiver. Yeah, yeah. So there is I've seen one person that's made it through all the way. Do you know of anyone else that's made it through all the way? I know the person that made it through never got the money. <gasps> okay, so you win So the twenty thousands is a scam. It's it's not real. You win twenty thousand dollars, but you don't actually win twenty thousand dollars. No. He makes it where it's impossible. But what do you mean get through it? Like get through what? There's like different levels. There's different levels. One of my friends that went through that I play softball with, he said there was like three different levels of things. So there's like three different days and there was two different locations. And on that final day, they shaved his hair, shaved his head or whatever off. And they made him eat his hair. And then, um, he had his mouth pried open and they were going to go pull his teeth out of his mouth without any numbing medication. And that's when he tapped out and said he was done. Okay. So I understand that there are sick people that want to torture others. You know, I, that's really, really gross. But like, I under, I don't understand, but I, I understand that those people exist. What I don't, what I really don't understand mostly is that there are people that voluntarily want to go and be inflicted with pain. I'm assuming it's people with high pain tolerance because I didn't really understand that either. But it's not even pain. It's like gross. Like Kind of how like there's tattoo therapy. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but like your friend, he had to eat hair. Like that's like not even painful. That's like actually like... Nasty. Yeah. Yeah. So like what kind of personalities are these friends? He's kind of like weird in a way. I guess he's like one of a kind, I guess you could say. And my other friend that like it changed his whole mental standpoint... But I haven't talked to him in several years. And he was already starting to act weird once he went to McKinney Manor. He's just off to himself. You don't see him post on social media really anymore at all. It sounds like Saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does sound like Saw. That's Yeah, okay. 
So how much does it cost to go through this house? They're saying it's just a bag of dog food now. It was at $1.200, but he takes donations for dog food because he was having so many lawsuits from having to have people pay for it that he started doing donations for dog food. So he's a dog lover. Yeah. Okay, that's shocking. I hope he doesn't torture dogs like he does people. That's what I'm thinking. Like, we hope that... That's scary. That he loves the dogs. Uh, How long are the... uh, How long are the levels? I'm not sure. I think it's um, a day per level. A day per level. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're obviously not going to sleep either. That's going to be another form of torture. And I've also heard that they, like, come kidnap you in the middle of the night is how this starts. (laughs) Oh my god! Okay, so there's no lines. You're not waiting in line. Like yeah. you're not just walking in. Yeah. Like you're getting kidnapped. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow, this is so crazy, and I just can't believe this is still happening. And there's a long wait list. There's a wait list. There's a long. Wait Why list. does he still do it if he's not making money from it? Because he just enjoys it. It may, it may be a fetish. I don't know, but mm-hmm. there has been several different locations that he's had to move, and now I know there's one in Summertown, Tennessee, which mm-hmm. I don't think is too far for me because I live 30 minutes outside of Nashville, but. That's where it's at. And he does it in his backyard where his family lives. He has a family. Like, I know that you mentioned kids, but like. He has a wife and three kids. No way. Yes. Do we know what his face looks like? Like, do we know about this man? Does he have a regular job? And this is just like his like backyard. This is like his hobby. I think this is what he does full time. Oh, okay. So, um, producer Andrea is also in the know of this. She says that he's a wedding singer. Relatively normal vibes. <laughs> yeah, so was John Wayne Gacy, you know, when he was, like, being a clown and doing b- child birthday parties. Who knew what he did on the side? This is, like, the weirdest thing ever. So, his kids, you say, are out there talking about their dad's weirdness? Yes, and enjoying inflicting pain on people is what they'll say in these YouTube videos. That They just talk about it like it's normal. How old are they? Uh, I think they're about seven or eight around in that area. They didn't say how old they are, but that's how old they look. Why are they even on the internet like this? I don't know. I think it's kind of like an interview thing. Maybe he's trying to clear the air. So yeah, like my kids are fine. Everybody didn't think that his kids thought they were monsters. Maybe. So it's not an actual manor. Like it's not in a, in a house. It's like in like some weird makeshift tent in the backyard. You can look up on Google and see the backyard. So it says when you Google it that McKimmy Manor is a American haunted house attraction in which survival horror-style events are enacted. That would be correct. It's considered a pioneer of extreme haunted attractions, and it was founded in San Diego by Russ McKamey and originally located on his property. That's where I was thinking it was originally in San Diego. That's when I first heard about it. Okay, but now it says that the address is Summertown, Tennessee. But now it's right by you. Mm-hmm. And it did originally. It was a legit haunted house, like any other haunted house. You know how they have, like, the corn mazes and all this, all this stuff, like a legit haunted house. I don't know what happened to change it. Probably, like, one thing led to another. It's like, oh, but now we can touch you. And be like, oh, my God, it's amazing. And it's like, now we can hurt you. Oh, my God, amazing. And now we can torture you. Like, it just, like, how fetishes evolve. Yeah. But it's so crazy that, like, this is legal in my head it's because i sound a waiver yeah but like right i guess but i still don't feel like it's right i guess anything i mean there's so many sex clubs you know sex clubs are legal because you're like okay well you can do this to me 
Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of like taking medication though? Because you know how like the warning, if you take this with so-and-so where it may lead to death, it's kind of like you're signing the waiver that we may kill you, but it's okay because you signed this and you're not holding us liable. You can't do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So on the website, it's like, yeah, very open about everything. And it says playing on Netflix, Dark Taurus. It's episode eight. And it's also on Haunters, The Art of the Scare. So if you guys want to know more, you can go and find out on actually Netflix. So Courtney, is there anything else that like, you know, about the manor that's like a deep, dark secret or anything else um, to let our listeners know about McKamey Manor that we can't even think of? I do know that he makes you read off a statement when you're in there that's that makes it where it's okay for him to do what he's doing also and that's when he'll actually post your video out there but he edits out the parts that would have been illegal so where it raises like alarming things he edits those parts out so we don't even see those in any of the videos that's been linked all right it says also on the website that to for um, basic safety requirements you must be one 21 or older or you can be 18 and 18 to 20 with a parent's approval (laughs) uh you need completed (laughs) what we mentioned mentioned before completed sports physical a doctor's letter stating that you are physically and mentally cleared you have to pass a background check provided by the manor Uh, be screened via fb face facebook facetime or phone so you have to like do like, like an a interview. interview prior proof of medical insurance, the 40 page waiver and pass a portable drug test on the day of the show. So you can't be on drugs. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, you get real, real like high and then you wouldn't feel anything. Wow. Okay. I think that's like a new thing they've added in. Okay. Right. Because everyone probably goes around shrooms or something and they have a great time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They're definitely not like hiding anything i want to know like well who his lawyer is you see i thought that they would be like it would be kind of like the dark web do you know what i mean but exactly. it's not yeah they have you they, they have youtube videos of their own up here right that's what you just said but they cut out all the crazy shit yeah but knowing all this stuff i don't know why people keep funding it like why are, why are people still going why not give them a reason to just like retire or just cut it out completely because we're i don't know we're giving him a lot of attention Crazy, crazy stuff. Well, Courtney, thank you so much for thank your you. insight. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. This is so awesome and so weird. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Courtney. We're going to head on over to some haunted ghost stories now. Before we actually get into ghost stories, I do want to talk to uh, producer Andrea for a second because apparently she realized in the midst of that interview that she's also an expert. <laughs> she forgot that one time she did an internet deep dive. Is there anything that Courtney was leaving out or had wrong? I, w- I wouldn't say like had wrong or left out because and I, I should say like I'm an expert in the way that anybody who has ADHD and gets like really <laughs> like obsessed about something for a mm-hmm. short period of time. Yes. Um, I came across the Haunters documentary once okay. and from there I've just kind of been I'd been like keeping up with it for a little while. Okay. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. I can send you guys this waiver and if you look at it it is absurd. It's full of typos and stuff. I what I think the case is is that they want you to think it's that extreme. It's worse than any haunted house should be, but I think it's a lot of like mental torture. Okay. You can't, I don't care how like airtight a waiver is. You can't consent to being murdered, for example. 
you can't, you know what I mean? There are just certain things that it doesn't matter. And my guess is waiver aside, I would bet there's a pretty airtight NDA. Totally. So that, that people can't say, actually, I got there and they, it seems like they yell a lot and they, and I think probably the shaving your head stuff, that kind of stuff, I think probably yeah. does happen. Yeah. And then when you're, and you, you were asking like who kind of like wants to do this stuff, but then when you're in on it on the other side, right. And it's like, you look like somebody who was able to withstand this thing that has this huge legend around it, whether it was mm-hmm. that intense or not. That's so true. It's like eating the spiciest wing. <laughs> exactly. And then you end up at the ER because you just wanted to be like the guy who ate the spicy wing and ended up in the ER for the sake of the story. Okay. So you want the tale, you want to tell the story and it may not be terrible, but well, I don't think there's many people that actually did it, but like if it's not as bad as they make it seem, then they'll never know sort of thing. Like with the NDA. That's that's my guess. This is, again, speculation. Totally. But but also, like, I think the stuff of, like, probably grabbing them in the middle of the night. And I think 10 hours is the longest um, that it lasts. But that can be exhausting if somebody's just yelling at you and, like, covering you in fake blood. And you get no water, no food. Yeah. Exactly. So who knows? That That's my long and short of it. Um, that's as much as I know. All right. Well, you know a lot, so... Thank you for your input. All right, now let's get Naz on the phone and we will start doing ghost stories. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Oh my gosh, right now, Jared and I just can't figure out like how to deal with our lives. Honestly, like our schedule with balancing with the baby, like there's no balance. It's like absolute chaos every single day. Like we just don't don't have any balance. We're, we're constantly juggling. And honestly, like, we might need help about it. Like, we might need, like, somebody to talk to outside of our friends. Not, like, marital-wise, but, like, just, like, how do you adjust your life? Right. And also, like, talking about burnout and stuff can be annoying for your friends to hear, quite honestly. So, like, talking to a therapist on BetterHelp would be very helpful. That is so true. There's like, there's transitions in life that, you know, you go through and we're in a big transition and life doesn't come with a user manual. So when you're feeling stuck, which is totally normal, sometimes a therapist can really help you. Whether it's becoming a parent, a career change, a new relationship, therapists are trained to help you figure out what is causing you like challenging emotions and help you learn productive coping skills. And that makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of life that you really can have. Um, I'm, I've said this every time. I use BetterHelp. I use it weekly. And I just love how easy it is to schedule an appointment with your therapist at all hours of the day. You kind of feel like someone's there on call for you. And it kind of just calms any anxiety down knowing that someone's there um, kind of waiting for you. You can write in your journal. You can do a FaceTime call. A video call, you can do a phone call, you can, you can text. message. Yeah. So it's all yeah. it's all very nice. I love that. And as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched three million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available with a hundred percent online. Plus it's super affordable. That's also the number one reason why I love it. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime and it could not be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. So learn more and save 10% off with your first month at betterhelp.com slash get it. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash get it. All right. Now we're going to get a little 
away from the manor and we're going to just tell some random ghost stories that I received from some of my Instagram followers. They are so crazy. First, we're going to start with one of my favorites. Tori is on the line and Lauren, brace yourself. She lives in a funeral home and and uh, her five-year-old Ooh. talks to ghosts. Wait, <laughs> Tori, what? This is like six feet under. Yes, this is crazy. So I buy a funeral home for my best friend. I purchase. And um, it's... <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, wait, why? Why did you and decide so... to live in a funeral home? Well, I lived in a, a thousand square foot house and I have a preschool and a daycare okay. and three kids. So this house, it, well, this funeral home is yeah. like 6,000 square feet. Hell yeah. So major upgrade. Even though it was a funeral home. <laughs> Amazing. Can I just, yeah. can, wait, really quick. Did did everyone here, Tori, do you watch Kardashians? I do. Did you guys see the, the latest episode where Kris Jenner was like, can you imagine being haunted by the Kardashians? That would be epic. <laughs> I like died laughing so That's hard. Awesome. I would love that. Okay. So you bought the funeral home yes. because it was big and expansive. Is there a drain where they like, what do they do? The embalming room. The embalming room. Okay. There used to be, yes, there actually used to be, um, there actually was the embalming table still in the basement at one time. Yes. Yes. The basement is okay. super creepy. Wait. So do you, did you get rid of it or? Well, the, the, my best friend okay. that owned it okay. before us got rid of it. Wait. Okay, so, got it, got it. Oh, so it used to be there before you moved in. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of upset because I really wanted it to still be there. But... Okay, but there's basically, um, there's still been a lot of dead people in your house at one point. So you're, so no, tell yes. us about like seeing them. <laughs> okay. All right. So it was two weeks, but we moved in October 1st. It was two weeks before Halloween. There was a huge, big harvest moon, full moon. I mean, this is like total, you know, scary mm-hmm. story. So me and my five-year-old daughter was walking through the house and it was like 10 o'clock at night and, and we're turning on the lights as we go through because she left something in the other side of the house. So we're turning on the lights and we go through the dining room and I turn on the light and I look to the right, right by where the stairs to the creepy basement is. And, um, in front of the door stands this very, very tall man. He's got a suit on. He's an older man, long face. I mean, he was so real, I could have poked him with a stick. Like, he was a real guy, but he was like six, seven. He was really, really tall. So, was he hot? <laughs> well, for an old man, maybe. <laughs> oh, he was older. He was old. Okay. He was really old. <laughs> he was dressed nice. Um, so, he was kind of like leaned back against the wall, like, like he saw us and was trying not to be seen. And so I look over at my daughter and she is just staring like Whoa. blank. And she said, who is that? And so I'm thinking, oh my God, she just saw him too. So maybe he is real. And I turn to look at him again and he's gone. And I'm like, there's no way that a, a, a guy that tall can just disappear. You know? Wait, so, so did I'm it, like, did it seem like ghostly, like spirity, or was it like a full formed... No, like it was like human. a full form man, like a full human. Like you, I mean, like he was not see-through. He wasn't floating. Wow. Like he was a full human. Whoa, whoa. Yes. So 
it gets creepier. So I call my best friend and I said, hey, when you lived here, did you see anything in the dining room? And she's like, you know, don't tell me you've seen ghosts because I begged to see ghosts and I didn't see a one. And I said, well, I'm so my best <laughs> I know, she was mad. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm not sure exactly what we saw, but me and my daughter both saw it. And uh, she goes, what did he look like? Or what did it look like? And I said, well, it was a tall man. You explained it. And she goes, let me send you a picture. I'm like, oh my God, do not send me a picture. Like, just, just maybe not. Maybe don't send me a picture. So she sends me this picture. And I'm not kidding you. This picture was the exact man in the exact same suit, almost standing exactly how he was in the hallway. It was so creepy. I go, okay, so please tell me this guy just is alive. An intruder. Yes, I'd rather an intruder. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather him be an intruder at this point. <laughs> and um, she said, no, he's dead. And he is the one that wow. actually owned the funeral home. Wow. Yes. So to, to go in deeper, so we weren't scared. Like, he, he wasn't scary at all. Like, we weren't scared. But it started to get a little more creepy with my daughter because one night she was having a nightmare and she's screaming. And then next thing you know, she just starts giggling in her nightmare. And we're like, okay, that was weird. You know, do we wake her up? What? So I wake her up and I'm like, are you okay? And she goes, oh, mom. She said, I was having the worst dream. There was these monsters. They were getting me. And my ghost friend came and he came to my school and he brought a piano and mom, he couldn't play the piano. And he said, and she said, and he made us all laugh. And she goes, and then I just forgot about my bad dream. And I'm like, okay, if he's going to be good, I guess we'll let him stay. (laughs) But that's still a little creepy. (laughs) So she, a, a couple months down the road goes, you know, goes by and, and then she says, Mom, I need to go see his gravestone. Wait, the tall man's gravestone? And I'm like, okay, you're getting... Yes, yeah. the same guy. Yes, the same... She wants to go see where he's buried. Okay. At five. Okay? <laughs> and I'm like, she goes, oh, I just wow. need to go. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. Like, this is getting creepy. So we're like, do we take her? Do we not take her? Well, we took her. We find out where his grave is. We go take her. So she wa- She gets out, and she's like, I got to touch it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Like, Lauren hopes that she has a daughter like this. Of course. (laughs) Yeah, super creepy. I'm like, listen, we live in a funeral house. I'm currently on Zillow looking up old funeral homes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Lauren, you should totally move into one. You guys will have to come stay with me is what you'll have to do. You'll just have to. Yeah, where do you live? We we live in Illinois. Okay. Boring state, but we'll have fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's subjective. (laughs) So... Um, so she's like, I got to get out and touch it. So I'm like, you're being very creepy. And we live in a funeral home. Like, I, I'm not sure if I'm okay with all of this. So yeah. we let her get out and she walks past it and she just rubs her hand across it. And we're like, okay, you are really being creepy right now. And she's like, what are these things next to it? And I said, well, those are, um, vases. And she's like, well, we need to get him flowers. And she walks away to get back in the vehicle. And she's like, we need to get him orange flowers. Orange is his favorite color. Oh my God. And I'm oh my like, God. And I'm like, how do you know that? And she's like, he told me. And I'm like, that is so creepy. So we start asking the neighbors, you know, like, what is his favorite color? Like, because they still knew him, you know, and, and they're like, oh, we don't know. And I'm like, well, my daughter claims that it's orange. And they're like, well, it could be. So no big deal. Well, this kept going on, like weird things kept going on for like two years. 
Okay. So now she's like seven at this point and we go on vacation and we come back from vacation and she goes to sleep, wakes up. And she says, I had the weirdest dream last night. And I said, what's that? And she said, well, um, my ghost friend was watching our house while we were gone. And, but when we came home, like the whole sky was orange and he grabbed his black shiny coat off of the chair in the dining room and grabbed his brown round hat off of the table. And he just walked out the door and she said, and I kept yelling for him and he just never turned around and the sky was really orange. And I'm like, okay, that is really weird. Well, after that, like we had no more occurrences. Like there was nothing. Oh yeah. That's literally what, sorry. What was going through my head is like, he was like, I'm done. I'm leaving. Yes. Yes. Like I did my job and I'm done. But they also say that kids can see things until they're about seven or eight because they grow out of it. So I'm like, that was Whoa. weird that that like went together. Well, we asked the neighbor because we were kind of curious, you know, how accurate she actually is with this. And so we asked the neighbor, we're like, hey, you know, did he have like a favorite coat, a favorite hat? I am not kidding you. They said he wore a black leather jacket, a black leather coat and wow. a brown derby hat. And what I'm was like, his name? What, what? What was his what name? Was that? His name was Cy. Sigh the ghost. Yes, sigh the wow. ghost. Wait, I love that. I love that he like helped your daughter like through something scary. Yes, it was crazy. <laughs> you have a daycare in this place now? Yeah. I have a pre I have a preschool and daycare, yes. So wait, this is fascinating. So maybe <laughs> yes. these uh, these little these smaller kids can maybe see him because he left your daughter's presence. Yes, I keep looking, you know, I keep like seeing if they have any, but they, they haven't. Like he's just gone. Wait, and we Tori, this is like this is a great concept for like an animated cartoon. It does. It? It's, it's like he came to peace and like they like work together. It's like yeah. baby geniuses, but they are just babies that talk to ghosts. Did you right. end up well, getting him flowers for his gravestone? No, actually we no. didn't. Yeah, I was gonna Aww. say if you did that, if you did that and then he left, that would have been that would have made sense, you know. Oh, I wish you would have yeah. gotten the man orange flowers. <laughs> I maybe I need to do it now. Maybe he'll come back. They well, the grave's still there, Ashley. It's not like it moved. Yeah, I know. That's right. Go go give him orange flowers for Halloween. That would be so sweet. Yes, that's what we'll do. Yeah, it's marigold season. Get him a marigold on us. Yes. We'll pay for it. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'll do. I'll get him. I'll get him flowers and see if he comes back. Please, sounds Please. good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, Tori. It was like, see, it was very much like a Casper. He was a friendly ghost. So nice. Yes, he was. Oh, oh we yeah. love Sai. Thank you for yeah. that. Love a friendly ghost story. <laughs> see you, Tori. Bye. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. I want to see a friendly ghost. No, it makes me sad. God, that would be so cool to have like a friendly ghost friend that when you went to sleep, he would come up in your dreams and he was, wouldn't that be cool? I, I would enjoy it. It would be cool if I was a kid. I think, I think right now I'd be like a little bit creeped out by it. She needs to market her daycare or preschool as like for medium children. Like, like kids with oh, a gift, yeah. you know, it's like own your yeah. gift in a funeral home, but also Not- learn. Like the school of good and evil on Netflix. I haven't seen it, so I don't know if that's what it's about, (laughs) but it sounds like that. All right. Well, we have our last guest in the waiting room. Lauren, are you ready for her? I am ready for her. Okay. Let's get Kathy. Okay. I love the name Kathy, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. It reminds me, did you guys ever um, read comics in the newspaper? No. Yeah. Wasn't Chatty Cathy a comic? Uh, it could have been. It wasn't the one of the more memorable ones for me. 
I gotta look this up. Kathy, do you know? Were you ever uh, a comic no, strip? Lead? But I do know it was a doll, and it would you'd pull the string, and it would talk. Oh, oh, so Chatty yes. Kathy was a doll. Chatty Kathy was a doll. Okay, well, Kathy, okay. you have a story of a ghost in your house. Um, you reconstructed it. You kind of gutted it, but the, the ghost Whoa. remains. <laughs> Didn't gut the ghost yet. So tell us all about it. So I guess it started when we purchased the house and we did our final walkthrough. We took some pictures so that we could come up with our plans for our renovation. And one of the pictures I took in the living room, there was this figure, like this ghost figure. I'm gonna sh- I showed Lauren yesterday. I'm going to pull it up so that Naz can see it. Okay, so uh, what do you think of this, Lauren, before you move on? There's a big solid opaque black shadow in the middle of a room and it looks pretty unexplainable to me like really black it's deep deep deeply dark you know it's it's and it's floating wait this is a picture you took and then this just popped up kathy yeah i took it with my iphone too so it's not Back in the day, when you had to get your developed, you know, you it's know, just it like was a big yeah, black like no figure. Explanation unless there was a bug on your camera, but it's like a circle, not but like a human figure. But it's not even on the. It's not a bug on the camera because yeah, I'm just thinking security footage, like debunked ghost sightings when there's like a bug on the camera. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, continue. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. I'm letting everybody know that looking at this, there's really no explanation, especially since it was taken digitally. Um, because yeah, if you were developed this, there were you ghosts like, ah, in that all of our pictures. Something in the developing 90s room when we developed our photos. Yeah, but this isn't it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hundred okay. percent. Yep. Okay. So anyway, continue. This is what this is a picture that you took when you were thinking or buying the house and you were planning the reconstruction yeah we'd already bought the house and it was our final walkthrough and it was like pictures so that we could come up with our plans um so yeah that was freaky should have kind of got uh idea then what we were getting into but then fast forward we moved in and started demoing and started you know the renovation process and then all kinds of weird things just started to happen from there like what um, well, so the f- biggest thing that I remember is we took down a tree in the backyard and I guess the tree was planted for the man that used to live here, an elderly man. He planted oh, what it did for you do? When they built- <laughs> it took down her favorite tree, oh, no. apparently. Oh, shit. It was like two days later that after the, end, we had a picture on the wall of my father-in-law and it was hung by a string on a nail. And it was, we woke up in the morning, we found it in the living room on the ground, like, Whoa. smashed. Wow. No idea. How- like, not, like, in the middle of the living room? Not, like, right by the... No, they did it, like, it had to have... It flew. Across, yeah, like, it didn't just fall and, yeah, no, it was feet away. Wow. <laughs> Men have, um... What, what, like they take pride in their home. So I feel like when someone comes into their home, they're going to be like, I am still here and I created this home. This is wow. my Wow. I love that. I like that theory. And he, like, we met him actually during one of our walkthroughs and he showed us like a vanity that he built for his wife. <gasps> like, 
these things that he did by his hand. So there's definitely like pride and ownership in this home. That's so cool. Do you know what his name is or like anything about him? Um, he moved into a retirement home. That's what I, I can't remember what his name is. I honestly can't remember. It was like five years ago. Okay. But the thing is, he was alive and sold it to you, and then he died while you were living in it? Perhaps. I don't know. I don't know what happened to him after. We- oh, okay. <laughs> so it's not like it's haunted. We're, we don't know that he's he's not the haunted. Oh, right I now. thought. Okay, okay. Wife, I was confused. No, the wife could be haunting no, it. And that picture, the picture with the the whatever spirit in it or whatever that is, it, he was alive then. Hmm. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I'm turned around. It was her dad. It was a picture of her dad, and everything started when the tree got cut everything got a little bit weird and the tree got cut down yeah 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 okay so then anything else oh yeah i've got two kids and like my youngest she was five at the time she'd say things like there's a lady in her room um at nighttime she'd tell us about this lady um my son now he's six he'll say that he can't sleep with the lights on because there's arms that try to hug him like so they wait what did what was your reaction when your child told you well i I had to like not have a reaction because i don't want to scare them he's already oh that makes sense like everything you're seeing is real sorry non-mommy here speaking i would have been like oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) god my kids my kids are gonna be ridden with anxiety oh my god (laughs) Okay, wow, that's really okay, but crazy. Then, so there's a woman. But then she also, Lauren, has her feet tickled in the middle of the right. night, which is Lauren's biggest fear in life is to have her feet tickled by a ghost. I in the remember night. Lauren sharing this. Why is this? And can you can you describe the sensation like when it happens, Kathy? Yeah, I was laying in bed and my husband was on nights, so I was by myself. And it just felt like something was like grazing across my feet, like rubbing them. And then, so I thought maybe it was the cat or something, but no, my bedroom door is closed. There's no animals in here. Like, and I 100% felt it. It woke me up and I could still feel it. Like, so now I sleep with my feet under the covers. You always have to. You always have to. Wait, imagine getting a ghostly foot massage. Mm. I'd be into that. Were the lights off? (laughs) So you were asleep and the lights were off? Oh yeah, I was asleep. It was like. She was asleep. Wow. See? Everyone knows. Keep okay, but in the bed. <laughs> I also see one other detail in your story. You said that the TV just comes on like a zillion times throughout the night. That's like the most consistent thing that happens. And it happens at least like seven nights out of ten where no before bed and then you wake up in the middle of the night and the TV's on and just like nor like HGTV always. For some reason, oh, <laughs> it's like giving you ideas for renovations. That sounds like an Iconetti ghost. That's funny. <laughs> well, wait a second. Do you already have the TV tuned on to HGTV, and then it just keeps turning on and off to that? No, because I have like like it has like a home channel that comes on usually when. You oh turn- no way! Yeah, so it actually moves channels. That must be so startling when the TV turns on. Or are you just used to it? uh i'm used to it by now but like in may we took the kids to disney and my mom stayed here to watch our pets and it she was not happy about that she was pretty freaked out about that that is really creepy like when a tv turns on and there's static that's even scarier because it's just jarring but that is so creepy 
So, yeah, Lauren, you want to explain how ghosts come through electronic things? Well, you know, well, sometimes they just genuinely want the TV on, but usually they use the electromagnetic um, spectrum. No, they use electronics because it's how they communicate with us. It's like they use all their energy, the electronics energy. They suck it from there so they can, like, manifest or say something or... It makes sense because we're all just frequency and Yeah, we're all just frequency and energy, so they're just using, like, an electronic to get some extra energy to manifest we love it. so that's really cool <laughs> it, it really is yeah it's crazy i don't know <laughs> i mean it seems pretty undeniable did you say that you've moved in many times and you just don't want to do it again yeah we were we've moved this was our fourth house that we've owned and like our kids are older now they're stable we do not want to like yeah. move them again so it's that's what's keeping us in the house. And my husband's always the um, he's always got a reason, you know. He's the yeah. he's the professional person that's always got a reason. But to me, like, no. Classic are- paranormal horror movie where the wife senses it, the kid senses it, and the man is like, "We're not leaving. This yeah. is you being neurotic. <laughs> yeah. I'm not fucking leaving." Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait. So, but do you want to leave? I haven't yet. Like I've never not felt safe. As okay. weird as. Like, I've always felt safe. I don't know if I'm just used to it. Like, I've experienced things as a kid in my childhood home, too. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm, like, immune to it. I don't know. But I feel safe right now. So I love that. It doesn't sound too dangerous or anything. Yeah. Very good. No haunting going on. Ghosts like being around you, though. I guess so. (laughs) She's susceptible. All right. Thank you so much. Any other spookiness that happens in your house? Um, well, like the typical, sometimes you'll hear footsteps or like weird noises that you can't really explain. Um, we've had the doors open before on their own. That- no Whoa, thanks. what? Goodbye. <laughs> Just casually. We got to get casual. Zach Bagans in your house. I know. I've thought about having somebody come in and do like a, a smudging or something, but yeah. I haven't had that done yet. God, thank God that my place isn't haunted because I live alone and like, I don't know. It's just, that would be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God you have like your family. (laughs) I'd be like, ah. I'm freaked out sometimes. I'm like under my blankets, not going to move because I've talked myself into being so freaked out. But then there's other times where I feel fine and like everything's normal. It's all how you perceive it because you could be like, I'm safe. I'm protected by spirits, you know? Yeah, true. true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I I also feel like this is a whole other conversation we could dive into, but ghosts never really kill anyone. No. No, but they haunt people. Yeah, but they don't, like, hurt you, hurt you. Lauren, I don't know. We'll talk about some other time. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much, (laughs) Kathy. (laughs) Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Wait, I'm intrigued now, Lauren. Do ghosts kill people? Yeah, okay. Now let's dive into um, it. I mean, girth. Oh my God. Ghosts can definitely like girth. They can hurt you. They Ow. can definitely hurt. They can, t- they can touch you. They can get enough energy to like scratch you or grab you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess if they get foot massages, Ashley, they could like scratch you. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. I mean, yeah. there's definitely a lot of um, like evidence where they throw things, try and throw things at you to try and get you like, out of a okay. house. I mean, right. like, I don't know if, I mean, yeah, if you, like, they throw a rock and it hits you in the right place, it could definitely do it. But, um, obviously we're talking more about demons. They can definitely kill you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. 
This has been so fascinating. So fun. All right. Well, happy Halloween. Thank you guys everyone. for joining us for our happy Halloween. I hope you guys have a great time tonight. And uh, yeah, check your just, candy, just, guys. Get, check your candy. 90s style, but actually, we really got to worry really about, about it. Check your Skittles um, 100%. Well, if yeah, I was uh-huh. Jared, I'd tell him to check his salad because apparently Ashley crushes croutons in her mouth <laughs> and spits them yeah. in his salad. Is that true or was that for TikTok? No, no she's been doing that. No, that's Ashley, you're lying. No, it's the only way to you really... Put why you put croutons... Why are you doing it? Eat them whole. Why are you crushing them? I don't like to eat them whole. You know how great they are when they're mini? You know how gross they are when they've been in someone's mouth and they're soggy? Uh, I'm pretty sure my husband doesn't mind about my mouth. Ew, that is so I'm not going to do it with anybody else. I'm not going to do it with anybody else. Guys, Ashley puts whole croutons in her long. mouth, yeah. crunches them up in her salad. mouth, and then spits <laughs> them into Jared's salad. You guys, I just... It's not spitty. It's just I use my teeth as a tool. It's not like you, all you gotta do is crunch, 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 crunch with a knife. You gotta go crunch, crunch, crunch with a knife. No, because they're just like my teeth. Ew! Just get a, cr- a yeah. crouton cruncher. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. A crouton cruncher is that a the device? I don't know. We should it just make sounds up? like something they'd sell at ninety nine cent stuff. Yeah, but could be honest, I could probably use a garlic crusher. Right, well, yeah. I know what to get you for Christmas now. Garlic, vampires, Halloween. Again. Happy Halloween. All right. Bye. 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 I don't get it. Podcast.